The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. It is August 17th, 2020, Monday Night Raw. The last WWE Monday Night Raw of the pre-Thunderdome era here tonight (laughs) on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Uh, Defying all expectations, Raw Underground was back for a third week in a row. Uh, We had some build-up for SummerSlam tonight. HBK is going to come out and uh, talk in the main event. Oh, I wonder what's going to happen. I wonder what's going to happen before the go-home. Will Randy Orton attack him? All (laughs) this and more. Uh, Matt, what would you think of tonight's show? (laughs) It's so funny. I think every wrestling fan in America thought the same thing that you just said with all three of those things. Um, Although I do... I am very interested to see what the underground does ratings wise. I'm interested to see if it's jump shark yet, because I, <laughs> I, I don't know why I'm the only one who thinks it's, I come. Okay. Really quick. I applaud them for doing something different. Got to start there. We get at them all the time for not being original, this or that. This is different. Yes. I just am one of those old school wrestling fans that say, well, why should this be more real than what the rest of the show I'm watching for two and a half hours is make believe. Is that make believe their punches lesser than like, I'm confused. Right. If Dolph can beat someone's ass like that, you know, in the underground, then why can't he do it in the ring? It's a shoot brother. You're being (laughs) real. This part's real. This is really real though. Yeah. This is what real fake fighting looks like. (laughs) (laughs) It's just being different enough. I mean, cop rock was different for a cop show, but it didn't necessarily mean that it was good. Terrible analogy. Um, (laughs) Cop rock, my dad would be proud. Um, But like, what I was going to say, though, is is that one guy, Boomba Tamba, whatever his name is, for him, it's a great, great bill. Whatever his name is. I don't forget his name. Baba Tande. For but him, he said different. Bubatanda. Was it was named Daba Daba Kato or something like that? <laughs> there you go. That's yeah. much easier to say. Um, but seriously, for like someone like him, it does serve a point. I will give it that much because we've never seen him before. Um, it, I just think it's a good monster building type of thing for what it's worth. Yeah. I don't know why. Da- yeah. I, I mean, I think I honestly think this is probably going to be the lowest rated Raw in, in the show's history. I mean, seriously. Um, not only was it dull, and for a SummerSlam go-home show to be dull, uh, that just sucks. SummerSlam's supposed to be your second or third biggest event well, of the year. Brother, brother, brother. WrestleMania's go-homes were terrible right. in the last two years, I would argue. Like, there is no such thing as a go-home show anymore. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're dead. They're dead. I don't know why they didn't do the Ric Flair thing tonight because that <laughs> thing was so good. Okay. That was such a good closing angle for like a, a pay-per-view. The Shawn Michaels thing, I mean, I thought that sucked. And Mike Shawn got up right after he got punted. He was like starting to get up. Yeah. Like you're yeah. supposed to sell that thing like you're dead for a while. How do you guys feel about short hair Shawn Michaels? We've never talked about this. Steve's looking uh, a little old. He's aging. But what are you supposed to do? Like, you can't yeah, have long hair forever, you know? He needs, like, a new mature, like, uh, a grown-up version of Sexy Boy to come out to that reflects his <laughs> elder statesman-like position within the company. Dad bod, something like that. Yes! I I think someone in the audience, I want to hear your submissions for a mature uh, version of the Shawn Michaels theme that he can age gracefully <laughs> with. The legend, yes. Yeah, I, I don't know. Michaels with the long hair at the end, it wasn't looking good on him, so this is much better. But uh, getting used to it, yeah, it's not the same Shawn Michaels that we grew up with. It was weird seeing him wrestle with Triple H in that tag match overseas, or the right. clips of it I saw at least. So, I'm just looking, uh, somebody notify me when the Raw Underground shirts on WWE Shop go on clearance because I'm gonna buy them for the whole crew so we can oh. all remember this piece of wrestling history once it's it's behind us. Yeah. Baba, Baba Tunde, Baba, <laughs> Daba Kato. <laughs> oh. 
right? <laughs> He's good, yeah, but I don't, but I don't even know if that's it. It's something like that. I mean, but my issue with it is they cut to Raw Underground, and it's like Shane going around, "Hey, you want to fight? Hey, you want to fight? Come on, everyone, let's fight!" Like no introduction, no, right. "Hey, this is so and so." Oh, we got people betting <laughs> on this. Who you got in the fight? Who you betting on? This guy, I don't know. I think this guy could beat this guy. Like he's not. He's not right. building up the performers enough to make us care about these fights. I feel like it's you know who's going to win and lose before these start. Yeah, let's get a couple of super chats real quick. Lester Sanchez uh-huh. with the dollar ninety nine super chat saying wrestling is a joke to ninety five percent of people right now. Uh, I don't know if joke is right, but uh, or as ninety five percent of people don't care about it. <coughs> it's probably yeah. more. Uh, Justin Lopez saying he checked out early to watch the NBA playoffs. Uh, yeah, that's another I thing. I wanted got to. Some, yeah, what's that? I wanted to, but because you guys, I can't. Yeah, you had the Democratic National Convention tonight. You had the NBA playoffs. You had the NHL, I think. So, uh, I, th- I mean, if they don't do the lowest rating ever, I think uh, that's going to be a, a small win. Yeah. So we started with Drew McIntyre tonight, talking about what Randy Orton did to Ric Flair last week. Uh, I like that he said... Uh, He's going to be facing a severely pissed off, fire breathing Scottish dragon. Maybe think of Sean Connery and Dragonheart. Uh, that's who uh, Randy's going to be facing at SummerSlam. And uh, but this was really to set up Retribution. Oh my God, Retribution! Cutting the cameras. Screen went to black. They're in the truck with baseball bats, masked men and women attacking and destroying pieces of equipment, bullying the production workers. Um, it was weird that Retribution kind of like started strong, but I felt like nowhere to be seen by the end of the show. Can I just say, I called this last week, for the record. I said that they, what's next? They're going to go inside the TV truck with baseball bats and threaten somebody to sit there with the switch and for the light flickering, going back and forth. <laughs> um, but seriously, this is, I, I, I don't want to say anything. I just, how about this? If you have nothing nice to say, you shouldn't say it at all. So I'm not going to say it at all. How about that? Yeah, this could be a quiet hour then. <laughs> I, I'm thinking, though, about this tagline for SummerSlam, you'll never see it coming. I was thinking... I don't want to see it coming. Well, I was thinking originally Roman Reigns would be the least uh, predictable choice, but I was thinking you can't see me, John Cena. If John Cena is the leader of Retribution, I'm going to turn around on this entire thing. Oh, yes. I will admit the same thing. Absolutely. I'll be its biggest fan. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I would be. I I mean, they need something because this... So can I tell you what a mark I am on YouTube really quick, Raj? They have like these guys that these play. They, they load these video games with their characters, and they create these storylines oh, yes. within the games. So I've been watching one with heel John Cena. He's got a goatee. He's got like sunglasses. He's the leader of like NWO. Whoever has been doing that should be writing for WWE because I'm watching video game mode heel John Cena with his NWO mates, and it's awesome. Huh. Dude, wrestling wow. could be so much. I'm, I'm wrestling could be so much better. I don't want to hear that he can't be, and they're trying as hard as they can. I'm watching some guy I've never met in my life do it every week with this series he keeps putting out on YouTube. <laughs> well, it only took four years, ladies and gentlemen, but Matt Morgan finally outdorked me on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm in shock right now. Wow. That's something that Glenn should be saying. <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> I mean, I've been doing a lot of stupid, nerdy shit, but wow, that's uh, something else, Matt. Um, Can't question my wrestling fandom. It's true. It's true. Uh, so, Drew McIntyre was backstage. This was like a replay of what we saw on SmackDown. But so, real quick, uh, Retribution, yeah. they took over the the backstage sure. trucks, and then they come back from commercial, and everything's fine. Oh, they wanted to make sure their advertisers got to advertise. Right. Yeah, they're, they're smart retribution. Is retribution just like all of a sudden they're like, all right, we're going to do this show straight. We're going to do it properly. <coughs> I mean, if they left, they, the commentator should at least say, okay, retribution, they fleed, and now we, we're back under control. Just something as to why they take over the production the production truck, and all of a sudden everything's okay. We had to call the military folks to get them out of here. Something. Something, yeah. We got security back there. Everything's under control. Something. But nope, we went instead to Drew McIntyre backstage talking to Titus O'Neil, Ricochet, Cedric Alexander, Mustafa Ali, the Viking Raiders, Akira Tozawa, Riddick Moss showing up back there. Uh, and yeah, talking, talk, everybody's talking about retribution. Uh, but then Seth Rollins comes in, gets in Drew's face. Um, and uh, yeah, says that Rollins was the first to teach Drew about being a champion. Like he taught Dominic Mysterio how to be a WWE superstar. Ricochet's threatening Seth. 
this is building up some stuff that's going to happen later in the night. Um, Which I'm but, a fan of. Ricochet versus Seth Rollins. I am a oh, fan yeah. of. But God. Uh, so the Hurt Business, Bobby Lashley, MVP, Shelton Benjamin in the ring, MVP talking about Drew McIntyre. A lot of people talking about everyone tonight. A lot of, a lot of reactions in addition to the, the promos. And MVP talking about where is Retribution going to strike next now. Uh, did he essentially accuse Apollo Crews of being behind Retribution, saying that that's who has benefited the most thus far, uh, causing MVP that U.S. champion loss? Um, and... Uh, <coughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess it's good continuity that they're accusing people of being involved with it now. It definitely is. One other thing I'll point out, the fact that they're having, they're, they are talking about other stars as well. Like I said, everyone's talking about Drew or everyone's talking about this person. I like that because it helps that talent get over more by having different people talk about them. Sometimes when guys are very limited in their promo ability, which I'm not saying Drew is, um, it will help them. Like, you ever hear how everyone talks about AJ Styles? Like when Undertaker... Mm -hmm. sitting on his uh, uh, WWE Network special talking about how great AJ Styles is. He's made forever. Forever. Um, So one of these from other, you know, commenters or wrestlers for some of these other towns, I think is not a terrible idea. Well, and Cruz was was offended of being accused of being behind Retribution uh, and denied it. And of course, that's exactly what the leader of Retribution would say when confronted about it. Yeah, I just didn't mean in this segment, by the way. Just the one before you were saying. Sorry about that. Oh, Um, no, no. Uh, a couple more of these super chats real quick before we move on. Peter Bahi with a $2 super chat with hashtag give Mickey James a chance. We'll, oh, couldn't we'll believe get that, into that. I, Yep, I didn't like that either. I think she should be working with NXT girls really quick. I think it'd be, she had, she'd have way more fun. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Alianza Duncan uh, saying, I saw Cornette alluding that HBK faked his back injury. There was a, there was a lot of that back in the day where people weren't... Uh, Fully if, sold on it. Right. But if you saw how he hit that freaking oh, yeah. coffin, come mm. on. Yeah, his leg injury where he had to uh, vacate the title. He said he had a knee injury and he lost his smile. Now that one was BS. Now that one's BS. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, best in the smokers world. Has anyone ever brought up the camera crew and how they shake the camera so much the last six or seven years? It was brutal during Raw Underground tonight. This needs to change. That's fair. Yeah, and they they do tons of camera cuts. It does get uh, does get annoying. Uh, Rafael Cruz saying, you guys are awesome. When it's just you three doing the podcast, I enjoy listening. It's more entertaining than watching Raw. Well, thank you. Screw you, La Barbarian. There's a couple more in here. Uh, Anthony Y saying, something interesting. Dominica seems to always wear black in a black hoodie. Maybe he is part of Retribution. Never see it coming. It's That wouldn't work for me, you know? Um, Yeah, that sounds cool. It's it's not it's not terrible. He's not established yet. Right. Like he, it needs to be like I still think it needs to be big. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Eric Rathwell saying, Raj, take a shot every time Glenn sighs tonight. I would be on the floor in twenty minutes." <laughs> and Joe Kerr saying, "Matt, live in Polk, Colorado. Can't vote for you, but good luck. A big uh, night." Polk County. Thank you very much, buddy. I appreciate it. So. Apollo Crews versus Shelton Benjamin is what this all led up to. Um, and during this match, 24-7 champion R-Truth ran into the ring with the ninjas right behind him. Uh, and then Apollo got the quick pin and the win. After the bell, MVP and Lashley attacked Cruz, but then Mustafa Ali, Ricochet, and Cedric Alexander made the save. I feel like they've done this so many times now. The fact that this kept going through tonight was just ridiculous. Uh, but then Shelton did drop our truth becoming the new 24 seven champion um, and setting up the six man tag for later in the night. I mean, doesn't it just feel like it's just the same guys in the same segments in each other's business every week and nothing changes. It just goes back and forth. Yeah. I know you're right. It's running in place. Very strange. Should, um, I mean, Shelton, he should probably be kept away from that 24 seven title. Anyway, you're trying to make the hurt business, this kind of like badass group. Get the comedy I, title out of there. Uh, yeah, I agree. I would just keep it on him. Just keep it on him. Don't let him do the stupid comedy stuff with it. Give it six months of seriousness, if you will. Not the backstage crap, but yeah. like real in-the-ring matches, if you will. And I, it helps Shelton a ton. I just want him on TV. I yeah. want Shelton on TV and taken seriously. Yeah. 
I, I feel like the 24-7 championship has been sort of a low-key success, though. I mean... It has been overall versus what we thought it would be. Yes. Think about yes. it. We thought it would be more raw underground or one of these things. Here today, little... gone tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Low-key success and like how? Just that it's stuck around? It's stuck around. We're still it's... getting entertainment value out of it. It's showcasing... We do get some... Inter- Oh, that way he just said, actually. I feel like our truth there's only one person has benefited in the last no, year and a, and a two, half from it. Two, two, Rockstar. Yeah, he, Spud. But Spud. he's kind of, he, he's quickly relegated back to NXT and kind of doing nothing. Well, he was fired from the company, yeah. Kate and Kayfabe, and then uh, had no, this not Kayfabe, but for real. Well, so, so, so they claim. No, he was for real. Uh, fire. Really? That's yeah. the whole thing. That thing is still when we get done with all this a year from now, we'll unpack that all. And yeah. figure it out. Speaking of which, I, I am interviewing Renee Michelle uh, this Wednesday. Uh, Rick Maverick. Oh, it, how did you get that? I, I, I mean, I know Renee. We actually I was in uh, when I was in uh, Barbados um, and I, you know, hung out with a lot of the, those wrestlers one night and Renee was one of them. And uh a bunch well, of others. There was wrestling in Barbados. Yeah. <laughs> when I was in our, when I was in Barbados, Thanks. not like you're like you know having like, drinks and lighting cigars with hundred dollar bills with Bobby Lashley at the country club. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was like late February. This was right before all the COVID uh, stuff started. So is she a wrestler? Yeah, she's really good too. Interesting. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, thank, thank you, Tyler, for the no? for the super chat. So Demi Burnett from The Bachelor, third straight appearance in a row. Why? What? Yeah, I don't get it. What? Like, what am I missing? Is she promoting something? Like, what's? She just happens to. Is she dating one of the guys, and so she just happens to be there? So they put her on camera. There has to be a connection there, because plus it is. Plus they're risking COVID as well, right? Right. They're bringing in someone that's not part of their company backstage. We part with them all, right? Like that's not one of their own. So I don't know. Because she's not like a Gronkowski, like a big enough celebrity that you'd want her on week after week. Why didn't you interview her on uh, Wrestling Inc. Garage and get to the bottom of this? Yeah, why don't you go to Hawaii and bump I, into I, her I can't even remember her name. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, Angel Garza was backstage with her. Ivar interrupted. <coughs> Slid to Ivar versus Angel Garza with Angel Garza picking up the win. Good for Garza. No more sure. Ivar. No more Vikings. Please. It, it, it just, just felt. It just felt like again running in place. It just felt like we've seen a variation of this for the last several months. The Vikings were Viking Raiders. Did I say it right this time? Yep. Were in a dumpster one week. Shoot fighters the next week. I was supposed to take them seriously, and then again a, a normal match again. I, there's nothing they can do that will entertain me. No offense to them. It's not their fault. They shouldn't be in this gimmick to begin with. And to your point, Matt, on the same show, Ivar is getting beat by Angel Garza. And then and he's this badass and Lucha, yeah, Lucha Underground. Well. <laughs> Lucha Underground seems like just a fond memory now. I mean, they never really got their shit together, but uh, man, I like, WWE. I like some of their stuff. Yeah, they did some cool stuff. They did they some. Did. They did some dumb stuff too, but they did some cool stuff. The yeah. Vampiro stuff they did, I thought was cool. The yeah. videos. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Tyler uh, Underwood. Sorry. Tyler so. Underwood. so- Noting yeah. that the lights cut out during RKO and Drew, uh, the hacker takes claim of retribution ret- at Thunderdome. Oh. At Thunder, they, they dropped the hacker, that thing is gone, which is a shame because it makes sense to this next segment that we it saw. It does, where Samoa Joe talking Joe. about, Oh, I've got the inside word, I got some inside stuff. Zelina Vega was out there with Garza and Andrade, and uh, cut to backstage. So, Sorry, really quick, that was real Samoa Joe, by the way. That's yeah. real Joe, what you heard tonight, like. No acting. That's reacting Samoa Joe. That's how he really is. Yeah. Uh, not, not not yelling Samoa Joe from TNA, but smart, right. witty, cool, and like being sarcastic and it, like that. That was real, real Joe right there. I loved seeing that. That was great. So uh, it was confirmed. It's weird that the big reveal was exactly what we thought it was. Right. It's the that, most obvious thing. Yeah, Zelina poisoned Montez Ford. <gasps> dun dun dun! Never saw it coming. <laughs> it is weird. Like you know, who shot Jr. wasn't the most obvious suspect. 
who shot Mr. Burns. You you want like a swerve. You want a surprise. You want a motivation. This was just like, yeah, we told you it was her. And hey, it was her. Right. It's lazy storytelling. When people are like, wait, to, wait till you see how it plays out, man. You're not giving it a chance. Wait till you see how it plays out. And you do. That's what you get. Can't argue that. Uh, let's talk about Natalia versus Mickey James. Boom. Which... Hey, good build-up for this. The match started off well. Um, okay, so no. two things to complain about here, and they're big ones. One, that uh, Mickey ended up on the floor and getting uh, counted out, so Natalia won. So weird that Mickey just came back to have this loss. But then, two, Seth Rollins comes out there and is just nasal whining and ranting uh, to commentary during all of this. I mean, it just seemed very disrespectful placement. And three... Mickey about, didn't even get an entrance. She was just in the, she was in the ring like enhancement talent. Thank you, Hall of Famer there, WWE. You should be using her to the max capacity. I would have her on NXT. Yeah, I, they're not going to use her right on the main roster. Clearly, it's her first match in over a year, and she's just wow. sitting there waiting in the ring, and then gets beaten. This is why you know you know WWE. They have a lot of those veterans that they do that to. Matt Hardy. They did that with the Dudleys the last time they were there. Rob Van Dam. Can where they just that? beat them constantly to where when you beat them, then when they get beat, it doesn't do anything to the person beating them because the they just get beat all the time. The whole reason you have them there is to give that big win to a young talent. Exactly. So you ex-nay all of that by immediately having the Dudleys waiting in the ring through commercial break. <laughs> You yeah, know, exactly. Mickey like should be getting some wins and then eventually put someone, a newer talent, over. Yeah, the lady's so right. She's... She'd be perfect for it. Yeah. And, uh, of... Oh, sorry. I'm Go sorry. ahead. And instead, this, this the idea is that Lana was out there shooting a TikTok video of Mickey on the ground after her loss. Um, but yeah, all of this, Raj, just all of it. And Mickey, I mean, a lot of goodwill. She's worked. She never stopped working social media in the entire time she was gone. It just seems so. to have her come back. They build up her coming back. And, yeah, it's like between this, Seth, and no entrance. I mean, this was just <clears throat> idiotic tonight. There were some people well, speculating that uh, it's because Bruce Pritchard is upset with Nick Aldis and some comments that Nick oh, It better has. not be. It better not be. Yeah, I hope not. Screw I, him if that's the case. I wouldn't think so, but, you know, that's it is weak. wrestling, and you hear about stuff like that all I the hope time. that's not true. Bruce is a better guy than that, I like to think. Yeah. Glenn, let's get a couple more I of these hope. super chats. Or yeah. are we still? I think. No, no. I mean, I could go on and on more. In fact, Seth Rollins talking is probably the most annoying distraction I can think of during a match. It's up there. It's pretty bad. Twenty-four-seven title chase seems like a, a pleasant distraction by comparison. But yes, the super chats, Raj. All right, uh, real quick, Jonathan Prado, uh, four ninety-nine super chat saying, "Do we see the Thunderdome being enough to bring in viewers on nights against the NBA head-to-head?" He says, thanks, guys. Y'all get me through the work week. Well, thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thanks for saying that. I'll give you an example. If I didn't have to do the show here, this wasn't a job to do, right? Like, it wasn't a requirement. I would be normally watching the NBA playoffs for sure. But if you were to tell me, hey, WWE's going to be doing Thunderdome, I would click over to see what it's about. Yeah. And and this is one of those cases where, you know, we'll have to wait and see. And and, uh, I'm going to wait and see. I mean, if it if it makes it more a lively experience, it feels like the fan. Look, I'm just glad they're out of the performance center. The performance center is the best. I'm so, thinking it's going to be an improvement. I just will lead with that for yeah. sure. I like when they're ambitious. Raw Underground just feels like it was thrown together in an afternoon. But the fact that this is happening, I was saying to, to Raj before we started the show, it kind of. Uh, steps on their own pop when they announced this today. Oh, we're gonna have this huge experience lasers, new graphics, new set virtual fans. Oh, yeah, but tonight Raw is the same old, same old. Now, we do all have to remember oh. Thunderdome was not built in a day, but uh, we are getting there, and I think uh, it just made tonight feel so underwhelming by comparison. I, I kind of feel like the first show should have been SummerSlam, so then that way you get that extra added uh, intrigue and anticipation for uh, it as opposed to point. doing it for SmackDown. I think they got to throw Fox a bone. Yeah. Uh, Steve Marchetulli saying retribution with Rain, Cena, Orton, S- Simone Johnson. Where does Simone Johnson come into that? She's training at the PC. That's still pretty randy, random, Stephen. <laughs> uh, Disco Scotty, this is for you, Matt. Oh, hey, wow, Matt, man. someone took a, somebody took your campaign sign from that. our front yard and tossed it over the fence in the backyard. Third time your signs were vandalized. I don't think this hooligan is voting for you. 
So, so I'm just going to clown him for a minute. Here's a friend of mine. Legit has my phone number. could text me this. His <laughs> wife has already texted me this. Scotty, if you are that thirsty and desperate for attention, you don't have to regurgitate a story that I've already heard from the missus today. And you know I did. And you have my phone number. Bucks. You can call me. You can text me. Stop wasting money for attention. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> Raj, was that a shot at me? How dare you? I just wanted it to be good. Uh, well, I'm not sure what I he don't means. know. What, what do you mean, Antoine? No, don't. Antoine's going to pay yeah. more money to find the answer. Uh, and then Raj finally, Z Rivera. <laughs> and by the way, these Super Chats fund the podcast. I see very little of it yeah, when all is said and done. Uh, Z Rivera uh, saying, I'd be pretty mad if my job fired me due to budget cuts, then go all out for a three-month WrestleMania-type spectacle with drones, lasers, pyro, etc., well, they need something, though. They That's... need something because they're going to have to keep firing people until mm. they get their ratings back up. How do we know? Right. They have so much profit, they can literally just pay everybody to watch the show if they want to get the ratings up that bad. No. I mean, they're trying hard to get the ratings <laughs> up, and they can't. Uh, and, and this is, I mean, part of it, I do think part of it is the the Performance Center. And I did a thing on twitter where before the performance center they were averaging like a 0.7 in the 18 to 49 demo 0.75 now they're under a 0.5 they're like 0.48 so it's it's made a difference since they've moved to that building and and the product has sucked too since then but the building has something to do with it did we get justin super chat about mickey uh yeah we did uh you mean uh uh peters no justin had one uh, oh, no. oh, you have to read that. Come on, don't let that go away. Yeah, we'll just a little bit. Well, um, okay. oh, sorry, <laughs> James Potts, Glenn, where's the Janet Jackson? This is a Kangol army hat they sell them on Amazon. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, oh, sorry, sorry. Well, I got it. Okay, go ahead. Justin Lopez, $5. Mickey James is a future Hall of Famer uh, out a year due to injury. They brought her back tonight without an entrance like she was a ham and egger. Uh, Damn, Justin, we said that. I know. What? Hey, man. Poor people Justin. Wanna, you know... But he's, yes. He's right. What's that backdrop? What's that background noise? Oh, people are outside. Uh, people are outside congregating no. near me. I better shut the windows so no uh, droplets work their way up here. <laughs> <laughs> I had a sore throat today and I was just like, I haven't had groceries delivered in two weeks. Like how, like there's, this would be impossible. This is impossible. But you think it, you think it in your head. You do. Don't Uh, let it get in your head though. I know. Uh, The golden role models, which weird that they're making that a thing. Like I know it's been a thing, but still Sasha Banks, Bailey out in the ring, uh, cutting a promo on Asuka. I'm disappointed that Sasha Banks said, Asuka is so stupid and no one in the crowd yelled back. How stupid is she? And we didn't get that whole routine. Uh, but no, instead, uh, <laughs> they were talking about her facing Bailey and Sasha at SummerSlam. Um, so Shayna Baszler's music came out. Uh, Shayna Baszler came out. Um, she said she's next for the women's title for Raw after SummerSlam. Asuka's music hit. She came out ranting. Uh, said Baszler's going to have to fight with her because she fights. Before, oh, wait, what? Says tonight she'll fight against both of them and Baszler will have to fight with her before she fights against her. That's what it was. Uh, and then Baszler and Asuka stormed the ring while the champs retreated to the floor. And then while this match was going, we had Nia Jax make a surprise appearance. So she's supposed to be suspended. Um, but she took Baszler out for a little bit in this match. Yeah. But ultimately, Baszler and Asuka ended up getting the win with Baszler uh, dropping Bailey. This, this was good. This was this, this. She submitted her. And this was yeah. good to get, you got to be honest, uh, Baszler back into something here. Right, she had meaning yeah. tonight. She had purpose. She was put in a match of top stars. Yeah, I just think there's such a distance between Shayna, there is. Sasha, Bailey, and Oscar, and then Shayna. There um, is. Hopefully, but, it heightens. It brings her game up. I hope. Right. Hope she's improves after. Usually, you 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 don't notice until afterwards. So, let's right. see. If they, she get if they give her one more match like this, I'd be interested to see what she looks like the third go around. You know, if they were going to elevate someone, I know we feel like a broken record here, but you know who would be money with Asuka mm-hmm. is uh, Bianca Belair. What makes you say that? Well, I was just thinking about like uh, the the style of it with Asuka. They need someone to play off of her. And for some reason, uh, I was thinking of uh, like Rush Hour, like a female version of Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker, like uh, having that idea of like a culture divide 
Right. You know, uh, I, I think Bianca you. would be very, very good. It would be comedic. And we're oh, talking about a tag team. I, I thought you meant yes. feuding. No, no, no. As a tag team. As a tag yes. team. Yes. I agree with that. Because I think feuding would actually be good for Bianca because she could just get more experience because Asuka's probably the best, uh, the best worker on the show. And I realize it's not a direct comparison uh, there in terms of origins. But I think, yeah, I think Bianca needs to be elevated. Like with Shayna in this yeah. situation, Shayna's not going to get a rub out of this. You know, also, it seems like a Vince thing he would do because I think Vince Rush Hour is probably the last new movie Vince McMahon has seen. <laughs> probably. Uh, Disco Scotty with another uh, message for you, Matt. <laughs> Why are you taking. Stop taking this guy's text. I am banning. How about this one? I'm going to pull a Jim Cornette. Or no, an AEW. I am hereby banning Disco Scotty from the Super Chats. <laughs> He's saying, Maybe. holy crap, Matt Morgan just cut a promo on me. I will cherish this day forever. Nope. Too late, Scotty. Don't try to kiss up now, my friend. You're on the list, my friend. Justin Lippa is asking, do you guys think they keep Sasha's streak alive of never having a successful title defense? <laughs> That's yeah, true. Well, yeah, she. I don't think she ever has. That's not fair either because she's money. No, they. Every time she'd win the title in the past, they'd have her drop, her within, drop it within like a week or two. Yeah. I mean, I could see her losing it to Asuka at SummerSlam. Um I don't know. I actually think Sasha retains. Uh, I actually think Bailey retains. Sasha loses, but I, I hope I'm right. Really? Hmm. Yeah, I don't think they're going to have Oscar lose twice. I don't think they're going to have her beat both. Bailey got the, took feel, the loss tonight. It feels like they put more with his. Okay, that formula is usually correct. I'll give you that. And it's also it seems like they put a little bit more into Bailey. Yeah. With all the storylines and the TV time and, and promo time, it feels like Bailey is their one A to Sasha's one B. Yeah. You think so? I think they treat Sasha like a bigger star. Bailey's more like. No, uh, I think Bailey's getting more of the storyline push, yes. but Sasha comes across like the bigger star. Yeah, she, she comes across as well. she does, but minutes and what? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Antoine uh, Farah, ten dollars. Thank you so much, Antoine Farah, for a ten dollars super chat. Yeah, Matt. But she then asks, like asks, a wimp. Oh, oh, without Shayna. Yeah, she... Can I finish? Yeah, Matt, but she then asks like a wimp at Underground when Naya beats the crap out of her friends and she just circling her. My friends have a rule, no fair ones. Yes, mm-hmm. me and my friends in high school had the same rule. Most do. <laughs> You're correct on that. And then uh, Brandon Hall saying, is it me or didn't WWE just say that the 24-7 title cannot change hands during a match that doesn't involve the title? I do oh think they have God, said that. Oh my God! Did before. I miss that? I, do, I, I think I, they've said that in the past. But how could I miss that absurdity? That's absurd, uh, Brandon. You're right. Yeah. Consistency and rules are the WWE's strong suit. So I'm really surprised. Right. So after this, uh, we saw that Rey Mysterio is here tonight. We saw Apollo Crews backstage with Ricochet, Cedric Alexander, and Mustafa Ali to set up the six-man tag for later. We saw Shawn Michaels backstage with Drew McIntyre setting up the last segment of the night. Uh, giving him a pep talk, and then when we came back to the ring, we had the icon, or we had the iconics backstage mocking Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan, which led then led to Ruby Riot versus Peyton Royce tonight, and Peyton Royce picking up a win. Yep, I like this. I like Peyton. I like Peyton picking up a win too. I didn't like seeing them get punked out at the Battle Royal like that the other night. I hated that. Yeah, I mean. They're trading wins, right? I'm sure Liv Morgan maybe, I guess, beats uh, beats Billy Kay next week. Hmm. Yeah, likely. I mean, it just it gets so predictable after a while. Mm-hmm. They got to do something. They got to do something different right now. Really got to change things up. Predictability. Um, but after this, uh, we had the tease for Raw Underground, um, and coming in there, we had. Ivar uh, and joining Eric standing tall after Eric got a win. Dolph Ziggler was at ringside. Then we had Eric and Ziggler fight it out, which was interesting. Um, (laughs) Ziggler was sent flying off the platform. I mean, these things are so fast. It's it feels starting to feel like this is an alternate continuity based on what we were talking about earlier with Shayna. It's like, have we seen them really address what's happened in Raw Underground? in the main programming. I mean, 
shouldn't the Viking Raiders, since they're getting these wins in the underground, be taken more seriously in their tag matches? I don't know. Uh, otherwise, what's the purpose of it, right? I agree. Yeah. Should we be adding layers and context to each character, and it's not, except for the Hurt Club, I would argue. The Hurt Business. Hurt, Hurt Club, solid name. Actually, yeah, you know what would be cool? Um, you know what would be cool would it be um, like have Apollo, have somebody have an open challenge, but have a raw underground fight where it's whoever wins, like King of the Mountain style, after that gets to be, gets Title to US championship shot. Yeah, something. Yeah. Yep. You know, to have a build. Something. Yeah, like have this whole Raw Underground thing be a tournament, kind of like, I guess, how Brawl for All was, and the eventual their, winner. Their initial thought, you know what it was, right? You, we, we, it's to create new, to have more grit for their characters, to have more hmm. toughness to their characters, a side of them that we've never seen before, which makes no sense. We should see that side of them. Guess where? <laughs> In that 20 by 20 squared circle. Right. Where you're supposed to be fighting each other. Yeah. It's just, it's weird. No, bro, but this is real. <laughs> it just felt like it was a different world tonight with Shayna back there. I mean, with Shayna and Naya, I almost. um Dude, Ziggler. Ziggler, you don't know. Ziggler. He used to wrestle. He was an amateur wrestler. Oh, I know. Wrestler. No, he, wrestled, he, looks, he looks the best in those. Dude, dude, no. He wrestled in college. Like, mm -hmm. seriously. So, like, he just really kicked that guy's ass. That was real. I'm talking like how Mark's going to be putting this, this stupid stuff over with their friend watching it. I do, well, do got to say Ziggler looks the best out there in this Raw Underground, though. Like as oh. far as the look and everything, <laughs> yeah. he, he comes across like uh, a star in, out there. He's intense. He's in great shape. Yeah, everything yeah. too. Yeah. They got to do something with it, though. I mean, I could see them having uh, – if they what if they gave us a real match like this at a pay-per-view or did a Raw Underground style match that was like a five-minute match – Better camera shots, like not these quick cuts. There's only so much you can do. Like, I I, as soon as they pick them up and slam them on the on the mat, I, I lose my suspension of disbelief because it's a wrestling mat. You can hear it. Well, and that's the point too. I mean, look at how these MMA fights end, like with people choked out, cut, bleeding. Like these not all seem to punched end the same in the way. stomach. Yeah, like they get punched in the stomach, and that's it. Somebody jumps in. Yeah, it's just not capturing the spirit. Of a real fight. Um, we saw Jessamyn Duke and uh, Marina Shafir for yeah, the so first time. We'll talk so, three, about that. Three of the four horsewomen. That's good use, I would argue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, after uh, this first Raw Underground segment, Rey Mysterio's back. Out there with Dominic, saying he's going to be in Dominic's quarter at SummerSlam. And uh, Rollins and Murphy appeared on the big screen. They came out. Uh, Rollins did. Uh, we had Dominic and Ray beating him with kendo sticks. Uh, then Murphy uh, came out. Yeah, this uh, this is what it is. Well, Murphy was there earlier. They first, right. uh, yeah, and uh, they first chased Ray and Dominic out of the ring. They got kendo sticks, came in, and, and just beat the crap out of him. Kind of got a little retribution for last week. <laughs> Where are you reading these from, Glenn? Are you reading these from the I'm website? reading the Wrestling Inc. website. And I, honestly, I watched this. I watched all this tonight with less distractions than I usually have. And I swear <laughs> to God, yeah, reading reading the play-by-play -play of what happened, this just seemed like, and yeah, I, this is no disrespect to whoever writes these, it's the series of events. Because the back and forth, it just it's it just looks like a wall of text, like a jumble. Oh, I you agree. know what I mean? There's times we go to seconds, I'm like, I just watched this an hour ago. How do I not? Remember? But that's the that's not a good thing. Yeah, that's not a, that's not it's not. I think that's a problem many people have. Yeah, I forgot. I've forgotten half the say. You know, by the time we start talking, I'm like, wait, who was that again? Where where were they? Like, it just doesn't stick. Yes. It's, yeah, it's a lot that this, doesn't. Yeah, but like, don't you think they brought Ray back too quick? Why would you not save him for like? I don't know. Maybe this was it. This was the go home show. Maybe that's why. I guess. I, or I, I think it would have been cool to have him just be a surprise at SummerSlam. Summer, sure. Yeah. Um, and Rollins questioning what kind of parent Ray was. Well, <laughs> can we, ar can we yeah. argue that point, though? I mean, seriously, his kid's yeah. in the middle of a wrestler, great with professional wrestlers. Okay, the, yeah, the dad has his eye out. The son is you know, <laughs> like beaten, beaten to shreds with a kendo stick. He's got a point. Yes. <laughs> on national television. Right, yeah. The mental scarring of that young boy. Right. 
uh, MVP uh, given Cedric uh, Alexander a talking to backstage about stirring the pot. Um, <laughs> I pot for that, actually. Yeah. Then uh, Arturo Ruiz and Riddick Moss backstage at the Raw Underground. Oh, this one, yeah, this one tumbled to the floor. The, I felt a lot of this stuff tonight. I liked, uh, uh, what was it, Dolph got thrown in the crowd? With, oh, and yeah. they had the guys that gambling. After, yeah. Let's give after. props to that. Guys were gambling tonight. We saw dollar bills and people betting on fights. We talked for two weeks how we wanted to see that. They finally did that tonight. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, the six-man elimination match. I swear to God, this was the point where my brain turned to mush. The Hurt Business versus Apollo Crews, Ricochet, and Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali pissed somebody off there because, I mean, he was beaten in like three minutes like he was nothing. So I was going to, I liked the two of the three except for him, I was going to say. Really? I I didn't like him being in this match. I don't know why. I don't like him. I think he has a cool story if they allow it. I mean, anytime he starts to gain some traction, they just, they do what they've been doing to him the last, you know, few weeks. Keep him off TV, then beat him, then put him on main event. Um I'd like to see him get, you know, either keep him sustained, you know, doing something and try it out or I don't know. Yeah. And that, and that goes with a lot of talent. Yeah. Yeah. So the big takeaway in the build up to the match between MVP and Apollo at SummerSlam, uh, the Hurt Business won tonight, but their yeah. MVP will not have Lashley or Benjamin at ringside, correct? Yeah. Yes. That was if Apollo won his match earlier against Shelton. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so this, yeah. So this, they they took out Ali and uh, Alexander pretty quick, right? Yeah, they were mm-hmm. the first two out, so it was three to one. Then Apollo beat MVP and Benjamin, and then somewhere in here, was there a twenty four seven title change during this match? Oh Another yes, one? there was. Mm-hmm. Um, Shelton Benjamin got rolled up at ringside by Cedric Alexander, who won the twenty four seven title. And then Lashley beat Apollo. So I'm I'm guessing that's where they go next is Lashley and Apollo. So Shane McMahon backstage talking to Shayna Baszler, Jessamyn Duke, and Marina Shafir. More on that in a minute. But then we had a proper 24-7 title match, Akira Tozawa versus Shelton Benjamin with Cedric Alexander. Oh, wait, was that where Cedric Alexander? Why was it listed as that? Oh, no, oh, pardon me. It was uh, Akira Tozawa. The recap had it wrong. It was Akira Tozawa versus Cedric Alexander. Cedric Alexander retained here. Yay. I know. So, Dolph Ziggler versus Ivar. Okay. This was the big match. No, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, okay, so Shayna Baszler and Jessamyn Duke watching while uh, Shafir is attacking enhancement talent and brawling. Uh, one of the, the women that we saw in Retribution uh, recognized her hair was, uh, I believe that competitor and Shafir stood tall after, but the Nijax dropped her from behind Jackson dropped Duke. Then Baszler hit the platform with words for Jax and Nia hightailed it out of there. And that was it for raw underground this week. Yeah. Uh, nightmare knee sa- uh, saying Shayna looked menacing to me, but I just wish they'd give her a mouthpiece like page or somebody. Okay. I could help. Um, yeah. with Ronda, did we say how Ziggler beat Eric? Yes. Okay. And then uh, afterwards, Ivar came in, knocked him into the crowd. So that's they actually announced yeah. a Raw Underground fight for next week. So it's yes. going to be Ivar, Ivar. and Dolph. Ivar and Dolph. You know, yeah. Raj, uh, the Wrestling Inc. recap does not have the results of these Raw Underground matches. Bolded out. Not bolded out, right. But they're in there. <laughs> they're in there. Yeah. We got Z, Z Rivera for five our Super Chat. Thanks, Z Rivera. Saying Alistair Black returns as Retribution leader. I pray that doesn't happen. <laughs> Could we see Retribution versus Team WWE at Survivor Series to end the storyline? How about this? Could we see it tomorrow? So it can come <laughs> and go already, and we can get rid of the stupid thing already. Unless it's a huge leader. Then I take everything back bad I said about it. And if it's a huge leader, then it shouldn't end by Survivor Series. They should just keep it. Keep it yes. Going. Yes. I want John Cena, though. Yeah, but I'm saying that, but that would be yeah. Thing. Cena's probably my number one. Um, he's too big of a star for this goofy angle. I'd settle for Sami Zayn. I'll take Sami Zayn too. Sami, just... Daniel Bryan, Rusev. <laughs> you know, I like Brian and Sami Zayn for 
sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Andrade versus Montez Ford. Montez this, Ford. This this was a really good match, by the way. Sorry. Yeah, and Bianca Belair. So it was kind of short, but Bianca Belair came like out it. there. Uh, Vega jumping off the apron. Bianca catching her crossbody, slamming her to the floor. Um, are they having a match at SummerSlam? Bianca and Zelina? They haven't yeah. announced one yet. Huh. <coughs> and it's Monday. They, they, they could late. Yeah. Yeah, I think I was six they, they person have kickoff matches that they announce later. Yeah. In the week, so. Yeah. Uh, Montez Ford got the win. Yeah, I think a six person mixed tag would be a good. Uh, and, and, this, this. and this was good. Some people get annoyed when a good match and good matchup like that gets interrupted. You know, with another storyline, I usually get annoyed. I, I didn't on this one because I'm into that storyline. Even though everyone knew what was going to happen, that she was going to poison her, it was going to be <laughs> Vega that did it. I think I, I, I do like the crossover of it. Yeah. So then, uh, Street Profits and Bel Air regrouping. And by the way, uh, it is the Street Profits versus um, uh, Andrade and. Angel Garza and Angel Garza. for the titles. Oh, there you go. So Hall of Famer came out there and uh, yeah, was addressing Randy Orton talking about all the greats wouldn't exist without mm-hmm. Ric Flair and uh, chastising Orton for what he did to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, uh, Orton came out, attacked him from behind, dropped him with the RK out of nowhere and then did the punk kick. McIntyre rushed to the ring, but Orton retreated, and uh, McIntyre was checking on Sean. Um, Orton ran back in, hit Drew with the RKO, and uh, Drew and Orton were staring each other down as the final Raw before SummerSlam went off the air. Much weaker than the Ric Flair angle. Um, yeah, it was. They had like it felt like they had five <clears throat> minutes. Like they really rushed through it. Again, Sean getting up after this uh, after the punt, he might as well just nipped up. He <laughs> did a kick up right after he got punted. Um, yeah, this one just didn't uh, it didn't uh, hit home like last week. I mean, it te- it, it serves its purpose for B roll, right? In the upcoming pay per view, when it shows the story of Randy Orton and what he's done, you know, that's really what it's for. Yeah, I just thought last week was a, a lot more powerful, I guess. Yeah, no, it definitely was. But the bright side is there will be good B-roll footage when they continue to build Randy as this big jerk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nate Erickson, $5 Super Chat. We all knew HBK's fate. If it escalates to a punt to Triple H, though, that would be another level. Do you think they would? And happy birthday, Macy, his little one. Uh, uh, thanks for the Super happy Chat. Happy birthday, Macy. Happy birthday, Macy. Happy birthday. Um. Yeah, Triple H. When's the last time Triple H was it? Uh, the salute, the roast was the last time Triple H was on. WWE yeah, I, I don't know what he. I don't know what he's saying though. If it escalates to a punt to Triple H, though. Yeah, like if Randy Orton punted Triple H, would that take oh. to the next level? Well, SummerSlam's next week. I mean, this Sunday, so they don't have another Raw. I mean, I, I guess Payback could very well be a, a rematch between Orton and, and McIntyre, but. I don't know. He's already, just, leg- he's already the legend killer. Anyway. I'm just... Here's what I'm over. Randy does something, and this is the same thing that happened with the Edge thing. And then we have to have five people come out and react to what Randy did to the person before them, to the person before them, to the person before them. It just... I feel like this is like a replay of what we saw happen in the build to WrestleMania. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Travis Huffman, $2. Retribution leader is the spider from Rowan's cage. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well be. So that was Raw tonight. Um, an episode that strangely felt like a repeat, even though it was all new footage. Well, except for the vast amounts of replays that we had throughout the night. So here's high hopes to WWE Thunderdome. Yeah. Yes. I agree. Brooklyn born. With a $5 super chat asking the question on everybody's mind, do you guys think Arsenio Hall should be in the WWE Hall of Fame? He had tons of wrestlers on the show and let them stay in character. Best one was with Rick Rude. No, we can. There's Cindy Lauper's not even in yet, right? Cindy first. Cindy's the overdue one. So you got to get the people that have actually appeared in WWE programming or wrestling programming and helped do their thing. 
not wrestlers appearing on their shows. Because you can also make the argument for Conan and other talk show hosts as well. Although I personally did like Arsenio, but they were not. Loved Arsenio. I, I love they, they weren't shoot though when they came on there. They were still in their characters. Right. I was like, Macho Man. Akeem. What about Akeem the African Dream? He was on. Right. And uh before, warrior, like tossed over the couch. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and while Brown. Bad News Brown's one of the funniest ones. Watch that one. And and while we're at it, uh CNC Music Factory should write him a check for ripping off things that make you go, hmm, from the Arsenio Hall show. No CNC you Music Factory sh- pop. Are you sure he didn't do that after them? No, that was first. He did things that make you, you go, sure? it was like that and uh, the the Dog Pound. Like those were the two big oh, features of ooh, the show. Ooh, 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 yes. Yeah. 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 And the name for the people over behind the band all the time. Yeah. But to his point, yeah, I agree with you, Matt. Since he's never been on WWE programming itself, I don't think he should be. Like Regis, you can make a case for because he, ha- he has he has He hosted Mania, you know? Yeah. Euchre. Yeah. Well, Euchre's in the... Yeah. Savan Vavar, $10 with WWE going to the Amway Center and them not having to break down the set anymore for Raw and SmackDown. Does Retribution go after the hot dog machines at the Amway Center now? Maybe. Maybe. Perhaps. Might as well, yeah. So, yeah, I guess you you guys have heard with the Thunderdome, they're going to have pyrotechnics, drone cameras, video boards. They're going to make it look like there's virtual fans like the NBA is doing right now. So, so they're going to have pyro? Fans. Yeah, they're gonna have pyro. It's they're in an Yay. arena now. So. I've hated wrestling without pyro. I'm so excited about that. I prefer pyro over LED boards. It's true. Uh, I love fighting and I love explosions. So really, it's the perfect makes the perfect a person feel like a bigger star. Yeah, I mean, I'm curious. I'm, I mean, uh, I won't be able to watch this Friday, but I'll, I'm gonna watch as soon as I can. <sighs> okay, Matt Morgan has a heart out because it's not? He's about to turn into but, a pumpkin. I am. Uh, Matt, if you want to hop off, Raj and I'll wrap this up, take it home, and do the news. Good night, guys. Thank you all. All right. Good luck tomorrow, Matt. Thank you, guys. Good luck, Matt. So, oh, look at that. Raj just prepared for everything. Nifty. Uh, Justin Lopez, $5. So I guess Vince finally watched Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, two men in, one man out. I thought that was trademarked. No one has... Like there's the trademarks on Thunderdome are surprisingly few, and most of them have to do with golf. Interesting. I searched during the show. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, yes. All right. Uh, a couple other items here. Uh, AEW Women's Tag Team Cup Tournament uh, resumed tonight to go on to the finals. And if you thought that Brandy Rhodes wasn't going to be in it, you would be <laughs> wrong. <laughs> so, so Brandy Rhodes and Allie against... Uh, against Ibelise and Diamante. I wonder so that, who's winning. That, yeah, it will take place on this Saturday's edition of Dynamite. So, yeah, unless they unless they pull a big shocker. Um, yeah. Yeah. What else is going on in the in the world of wrestling, Rush? So you heard about Sonya Deville, right? Oh my God! And here's the crazy. I mean, tell the story, uh, but let me just say, here's like the craziest element of it aside from like the actual story and what happened and thank God Sony's okay. And they caught the guy, but I've seen this picked up by more media outlets than oh, yeah. any wrestling related story in recent memory. Oh yeah. It's on CNN. I mean, it was everywhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Sonia Deville, a, a South Carolina man who was obsessed with Sonia Deville, uh, drove to Florida and went to her house. And so, so he'd been kind of stalking her on social media for, for years Anyway, he went to her house on Sunday and uh, was watching uh, while she was inside. She uh, tore a little uh, opening in one of the screens. And then finally, after she went to bed at, at 2.45 a.m., he went through the back, the back sliding glass door. And it activated the home alarm, which prompted DeVille to go uh, look out the window. She saw him on her property and she, called the, and she uh, quickly left the home with the guest and called 911. Uh, when they arrived, they found that the, the man had a uh, knife, pa- plastic zip ties, uh, duct tape, and mace. And they said that after he was arrested, he admitted that he planned to take Sonia DeVille hostage. Uh, so he's he's in jail right now. He's charged with aggravated stalking, armed burglary, attempted armed kidnapping, and criminal mischief. And so he's in jail with no no bond. And 
man, Jesus Christ. I mean, she's so lucky that her, she had her alarm off that night. Sometimes oh, absolutely. people get lazy and turn it off. I do. I mean, we do it sometimes where we forget. So, um, yeah. Really I'm glad she's story. okay. And I'm glad they got the guy. I mean, this sounds like, uh, this could have gone so much worse. I'm so glad she's okay. Yeah. The guy's in custody. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, um, and then finally, uh, former ROH champion Xavier passed away. Oh, that's right. And so, yeah, he passed away. He had, he last wrestled in ROH in two thousand in two thousand seven, and he was actually scheduled to make his return this past March to wrestle oh. Jay Lethal at ROH Past versus Present. Um, yeah, he had be- de- defeated Loki on September twenty first, two thousand two, to become the second ever. Uh, ROH world champion. He was only 42 when he passed away. So uh, our condolences to Xavier's family, friends, and uh, fans. Absolutely. Very, very sad. Um, so do we have anything else to go over? I feel like should try and bring this back up a little bit, Ron. Yeah. Why don't we uh, pick something on a more positive note? Uh, anyone in the super in the in the chat room, if you guys have any suggestions, uh, feel free to send them over. Yes. Uh, make me smiles, chat room. Give me, give me something here just to uh, pick things up a little bit. Um, talk quickly about the SummerSlam card. So we're going to be here Sunday night. Is it going to be me, you, and Matt? Uh, you'll be you, Matt, and Justin. And I'll oh. be here the night before with Matt and possibly a surprise. Uh, oh, that's right. Do we want to tell people there's a surprise on Wednesday this week? Yeah, on Wednesday, uh, Sam Adonis will be uh, joining Justin and Matt. Uh, for the post NXT AEW this week will be on Saturday. So yeah, it'll be uh, Sam Adonis. Uh, a lot of you know him as a uh, Corey Graves brother, uh, independent wrestler. He's done some wild gimmicks in Mexico. So he will be, I've on seen him wrestle. Yeah. It was very good. So yeah, I decided just so everyone knows I decided to just step back from Wednesdays. Uh, I felt like watching two shows at once and then covering it uh, for me. It just, wasn't as much fun. I like these looser Monday and Friday shows when we can riff, when we can hang out more. And Wednesday is just so much serious wrestling talk. I thought, uh, yeah, a change might be good for Wednesday nights. Yeah. Um, Keith Robinson's asking, is SmackDown live on Friday? Because with these virtual fans, who knows what someone may flash unless they are all actors. It is It is live, yes. Oh, there you go. Get those Wrestling Inc. shirts for your virtual <laughs> fan experience. Right, yeah. So, yeah, Raw and SmackDown are going to be live for the foreseeable future. Wow. Uh, So the SummerSlam card, Street Profits defending the Raw Tag Team Championship against Andrade and Angel Garza. Uh, You got a prediction on this, Raj? Uh, I'd say the Street Profits. And Drew McIntyre defending against Randy Orton? Uh, Drew McIntyre. Apollo against MVP for the U.S. Championship? Apollo. Wow. Okay. Champs are going to retain. Dominic versus Seth Rollins in a street fight. Uh, say, uh, say Seth Rollins. Yeah, that's too charmed of a life for Dominic Mysterio. Right. His first match is at a WWE pay per view, and he wins. Uh, <laughs> Sasha Banks defending the Raw Women's Championship against Asuka. I'm gonna go with Asuka on that one. Bailey defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against Asuka. Bailey. Okay. Uh, Braun Strowman defending the WWE Universal Championship against the Fiend Bray Wyatt. I'm gonna go with the Fiend. I'm gonna yeah. get a title change there. And Mandy Rose defending her hair against Sonia Deville's. And I think Mandy Rose. Hmm. I think that is a safe bet. Uh, so let's see. We had uh, a couple more of these super chats yeah. real quick. Colt Cone saying, Raj, do you find any truth to the rumor that most WWE stars have reached out to AEW? Uh, like Meltzer said, I, I think a lot, for sure a lot of them. Just to, not like they're seriously trying to leave, but trying to just see what kind of, uh, what kind of money they'd make on the other side. So just, you know, just kind of a curiosity. Um, Dustin Eck uh, with the $2 Super Chat asking, so is SmackDown TV 14 now? Oh. Uh, it was last week. I don't know if uh, we'll see if it holds, but yeah, last week it was. Tonight's Raw was TV P- PG. Hmm. Uh, my channel, that's just, sorry, that's the wrong one. <laughs> Wrestling enthusiast, uh, Buck99, ever taken breaks from watching wrestling? Uh, I have, but they're usually for like 10 years at a time. Yeah. I did, uh, when me and my family went to India this past winter, I took like, it was like a week and a half without, almost two weeks without watching wrestling. 
But that's part of it, though, is that you can you can definitely the programs the way they're set up now you can miss probably from pay per view to pay per view yeah. and not be lost on anything. Yeah, there's not much different on this pay per view that has. I mean, most of these storylines have been going on for months. I mean, and it, this this is not WWE's fault, obviously, with with COVID and everything. But man, like SummerSlam and WrestleMania in particular. I mean, SummerSlam hopefully the new set helps, but WrestleMania really did not feel. Like WrestleMania, those cinematic matches were were probably the high point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. There, I, I don't know how many people have gone back and, you know, like WrestleMania's in the past, you'd go back and watch certain matches, you know, several times in certain moments. But I think for this last WrestleMania, it's just those cinematic matches. Uh, it's funny, Cody Hewlin asking, "Do you notice the camera guys exposing the business, catching the guys calling spots?" I haven't noticed that as much lately. I feel yeah, like maybe. Yeah, just the way they're shooting it, or maybe well, they haven't been. Was tonight tonight live, or was tonight taped earlier today? I think it was taped earlier today. Yeah, so when they're back to live again, I think we'll pick up more of that. Yeah, but that's exciting. I mean, this has been the roughest era of wrestling By ever. Far. Yeah, and WWE it wasn't like they were peak performance back in February. They were doing better though. I mean, sure. they had some. They had some bright spots. The Drew Brock stuff was actually pretty good then. Uh, Edge and Orton, but they just didn't know how to adapt to this, you know, empty arena setting, and it, they just never did. Yeah. So there you go, folks. Uh, Wednesday night, I will not be here. It will be a new era of the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Yeah. But I'm back Friday with yeah. Justin and Matt. And then, are you guys doing a Saturday show this week? Yeah, so we'll be doing a Saturday show after Takeover, and Sunday. So, geez, it's a busy week coming up. Four more, sh- four more week. shows coming up ahead, and then Monday. Cool. Yeah, so Rob, right the night after, three okay, every- nights. It never ends, Raj. It never ends. It never ends. Everybody, have a good night. We'll catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. <laughs>